This episode brought to you by Audible. <laughs> okay, so you go to <laughs> audibletrial.com slash horror virgin and then you get a free trial of Audible. <laughs> okay, you didn't go with the URL. It's 30 days free and a book to get you started. <laughs> and for your book recommendation, I honestly don't know who's getting it. Is it Mikey? Is it Jen? Is it Mikey? Is it Jen? Is it Mikey? Is it Jen? Yeah, I read a book. It's called go dot go. That's a good joke. It is a good joke. That's why I'm the funny one, motherfuckers. <laughs> and for your book recommendation, Mikey. I read a romantic book for a book club I joined. <laughs> it's called One Day in December. Mikey is single, ladies. <laughs> it's One Day in December by Josie Silver. It's about romance and love, and it skips around in these people's lives, and they fall in love and all that stuff. And calendars. Too. I thought it was really sweet. Yeah. Nice. It was better than a Hallmark movie. Well, thank you, Mikey. That was a fantastic recommendation. Was this it? episode <laughs> also brought to you by Nick, Nick B. B. Nick B, I love you. Oh, wow. That <laughs> thing's got real, real quick. Really I does. thought you were going to say dot .com, but you professed love for a Nick B. Yeah. And in all fairness, he could get it. And Nick B wants you guys to know about God Country. That's dot com. Actually, I think it's GodCountryFilm.com, but you're close. God dang it. I know. But, guys, you can follow them on Twitter and Instagram, too. Yeah, at God Country Film. Yes. Yes. So, guys, they're trying to get a movie funded. It's your friends from Modern Horrors, Luke and Jacob. They're the producers on the on the piece. They're your friends, too, right? <laughs> Are they? So, guys, check out God Country. It's an awesome film that's getting funded right now through Seed and Spark. Mm -hmm. uh, honestly, they're getting really close to their goal. So, if you want to be a part of that. And get on the ground floor. Do it now. Thank you, Nick B, for being our Burn It Down Patreon subscriber. If you want your very own weekly shout out on the podcast, go to patreon.com slash horrorvirgin and sign up at that level with Nick B and he won't be so lonely. <laughs> I, I did it for the rhyme. Oh, Sometimes yeah. things rhyme and I have a good time. Hi, can you bring in that theme music, please? I'll think about it. Start from the beginning, Mike. All right, so, uh, the joke is, no, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real Jen. That's the real Jen, guys. That's right. Welcome to the Horror Virgin, everybody. Jen and I just put the timer on, so we are going for it. It is no longer Women of Horror Month, Jen. You can no longer treat us like this. <laughs> I'm going to live all year like it's Women in Horror Month. That is true, guys. Yeah. And you should, Jen. I should, yeah. I'm Jen. I am your Horror Virgin, Todd. And with us, as always, is... I'm Mikey. What is happening right now? That's breaking news. That's the sound of news. Okay. Horror Virgin breaking news. I didn't realize we had this segment. We opened an investigation months ago. Did we? Yeah, with our Child's Play episode. And I would just like everyone to know we have cracked the case of whether Susan Sarandon and Chris Sarandon are related. They have to be related. I know everybody has been wondering about this this whole time. Sarandon is the only ones who can ever dig up this information. And we have. To Google. That's true. Our private detective, Mr. Google, came back to us. I think it's pronounced Google. 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 And point zero 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 four two milliseconds. <laughs> Ooh, okay, so Chris, what is your news? Chris and Susan Sarandon. Yes. Not brother and sister. I feel like we should be doing this like it's on Maury. <laughs> you guys are not related. They are not brother and sister. <laughs> they just happen to have the same last name? No, they were married. What? Were they married this when is this? Brand new information. <laughs> so she took his name. Yes. And then kept it. Yes. And She's then a... became more famous with his name. Yeah. 
That's that is dirty AF. I love Susan Serenity the more right like, now. So yeah. we watched Friday Night. We watched Friday Night, and I was so excited. I chose this movie because it's one of my all-time favorite Yeah, it's movies. in your top five. It's actually the first horror movie I ever saw when I was like, Eight, probably around the time it came to Blockbuster. Ooh, back it's then. a little young for this. It is a little young. And, and that it is why. the shit out of me. Did it? It did. It's not very scary. It's not. Okay, so when I was eight, did I watched. Did it scare you because you were just coming into your femininity whoa, whoa, and you were whoa, like, whoa, whoa, oh, that whoa, whoa, whoa. dude can wear a sweater? No, I didn't realize how hot he was until I was older. Oh, yeah. He had hot no. She was eight, Todd. I had a thing for William Ragsdale for a while, too. What? He's dreamy if you're like 10. Yeah, because he acts like a 10 year old the whole film. He's not wrong. I watched this movie at a slumber party with my friend, um, when I was like in third or fourth grade. So anyways, we watched this movie in her house because she had older brothers and sisters and it scared the shit out of me and my parents were kind of pissed. But this was the first horror movie I'd ever seen and I fell in love with it. It's awesome. I love it. I took it really seriously back then. And now I'm watching it now and it seems like... It's really funny to me that you took this movie seriously because it's funny. It is This funny. is like a comedy. But I didn't think it was a comedy back then. I'd like This is where all of my knowledge of vampires came from too. I watched this movie because my both my parents said that they really liked this movie when they were growing up. I ended up watching it as a kid, probably like around the same age, uh, a little older, mm-hmm. probably like 12 or something. And I really liked it too. And it wasn't as scary, but it felt like it, I'm not supposed to be watching it. This is I, my first time watching it and I liked it. I, yeah. I mean, it's a funny movie. It's like on the level of Tremors and Leslie. Vernon. I don't think yeah. it's trying to be a comedy so much. I think it was trying to be more serious, kind of but like it's just sort of funny. Type comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like an homage to horror hosts. And no, I, I think know. I think yes. Todd put it perfectly when he said it was like an adult hocus pocus. Yeah, yeah. It's in a more mm-hmm. adult hocus pocus, like hocus pocus with boobs. Oh, so let's get into this fucking movie. All right, so we start outside on a residential street, and we're hearing what kind of sounds like a horror movie, maybe porn, and we are. Kind <laughs> it of- is sort of horror movie porn ish. Yeah. Uh, most porn bad adjacent. horror movies do appear to be porn most of the time. Especially when they're like vampire movies. Mm-hmm. How did I not get into this when I was growing up? Like that sounds right in my See, wheelhouse. Your horror fears have, you've definitely glanced over stuff because most badly acted horror movies are just porn that no sex ever happens. Well then why would I watch them? The sex is the vampires. Alright, so it's fa- it's zooming in to like this guy's window yes. and we're watching on our TV mm-hmm. a TV playing like the beginning intro of what's going to be like a B-horror movie yeah. with Bobo Vincent Price whatever this guy's name is. Who's like a Peter main Peter Vincent. Peter, Peter Vincent. Vincent. He's like a main character and he, he does great. I just can't ever remember his name because they want him to be Vincent Price. Well, yeah, his name was inspired by Vincent Price and Peter Cushing, who's another Yeah, I've heard the name. Oh, uh, yeah, he was uh Tarkin in uh, Star Wars. Yeah, 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 that's ah, what it is. Yeah. yeah, well, so that's where his name came from. But anyway, so it zooms out from that TV and <laughs> shows the bed, yeah. no one on the bed. No. And right. then we see two teenagers getting it on on four pillows. Yeah, so they're making out and then they get up for some reason. Oh no, she pushes him off. She's like, "Oh look, Peter Vincent." Yeah, because he's does trying not to want to have sex with. Oh yeah, him. he's yes. trying to make the moves. Yeah. He's yeah. trying to finger blast this chick, and she's having none of it. No, she's trying to go home base style. I honestly think all he was trying to do was put his hand up her shirt. And if we've been dating a year, Mikey, and I can't touch some of those sweet boobs, it's over. Todd, why would you buy this cow if I'm going to give you the milk for free? True. Well, Mikey, what you've got, I'm buying. Aww. <laughs> Team couch. It's 3% whole. It's <laughs> 3%. I think what you meant to say was inches. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> <so> around. <laughs> 
So Charlie's saying, we've been going out for a year and you still keep all I hear is no, no, no. And she's like, but I'm allowed to say no. And yeah, okay. because I'm a woman and I have my own agency. I'm and just I'm not, in high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I might ready. be too young to get pregnant, you monster. Right. There's a lot of emotional, physical responsibility. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I didn't like how this movie started. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, okay. So then he gets up and he's like, whatever, blah. And then she gets in bed and takes yeah, her top off. she feels guilty because now she feels like he's going to dump her. Yeah. 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 And this teenage boy, when his girlfriend decides to put out for the first time, decides to get out military grade binoculars and look out and the window. peep on people who are way too close. Like you could see those dudes with the naked eye. Yeah. You don't need binoculars to count the pores on their nose. Depends on what you're looking for. Checking out those Sarandon bulbs. I mean. So he gets the binoculars out and he yeah. says, the neighbors are moving a casket into the basement. And, and just, she's naked. She's not naked. Charlie, she's, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready for the first time, Charlie. He's like, no, there's really a casket out yeah. in the basement. Oh, because there's a casket on the movie screen, too. So she's like, no, no, no. Are you sure it's not Peter Vincent? So now she's thinking he's just lost interest because she said no that one time. I mean, clearly she, he did lose interest. She's right. Wait, hear me out here. Is the vampire the hero for like stopping her from having guilt sex with the boyfriend? No. No, because then they have hero saved me sex at the end. So Hero saved me sex. So they go downstairs. Yeah, she, because she storms out of the room and he's like, no, honey, yeah. Amy. And then she starts yelling about how she wants to make love with him and she thought he'd yes! do in front of his mom. I, I thought I was going to kind of be like, cool it, bitch, my right, mom's right. on the couch. Uh-huh. And then the mom goes, what are you lovers fighting about? Oh, I know. Yeah. And then she proceeds to give them relationship <laughs> advice. And we know at this point that she has not been successful in her marriage. But mom is curiously interested in this relationship that her teenage son is having in a closed bedroom upstairs. I think she is appropriately interested yes. because she, as the mom, should stop them from doing what they were trying to do or what Charlie was trying to have them do. Yet she wasn't concerned with any of that. She, she said, wasn't. You know, 70% of couples divorce if they don't argue before marriage. Yeah. Does she say that? Yeah. Yeah, she does. When he goes to the window and he's peeping across he's like, on. We're in high school, mom. Oh, oh that's right. Well, I'm yeah. not thinking about Mary and Amy. I'm just thinking about getting up in them guts. She's like, I just don't want your lovers to fight in my house. And I was just like, this is a weird family dynamic. It is it's weird, weird that she's dynamic. okay. She doesn't want them to fight, but she's on board for them boning in the house. I'm anti the word lovers. <laughs> I am too. Also, make love. I don't like that. Either. Yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah. Oh, I, I like making love. I like doing it. <laughs> so he's looking out the window in like the living room the area. Ground floor. Yeah, the mom is like laying on the couch at talking about like you should argue before you get married. And he's just like, no, there's like someone moving a casket into the cellar down across the street. And she's like, oh, the new neighbors. Yeah. I don't know why she's British. <laughs> she's not British, guys. Also, Charlie's dressed in a uh, button down, collared button down, tucked into his jeans the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. Charlie's dressed like he's 48 years old <laughs> and has a respectable has a job yeah. and drives a Dodge Stratus <laughs> all the time. So he's looking out of the house and uh, he's like, mom, why don't you tell me we have a new neighbors? Oh, yeah. I don't like Charlie. I, I like how she doesn't accuse them of being a gay couple. She's just like, he is like a live-in carpenter. Yeah. And then <laughs> no, she, she does. Just she my goes, luck, they're probably gay. Oh, yeah. yeah. She yeah. Does, no, in my Oh, luck. does she say she that? She does, does say that. Oh, yeah. so she is cougaring hard in right. this scene. She is. I did not realize that. She's oh, trying yeah, to she live does. vicariously through Charlie and Amy's relationship. Oh, oh yeah. That's, that's, I feel weird about that. I mean, I don't think you're wrong. I just think it's I'm gross. Yeah. <laughs> 
So Charlie's looking out the window, paying attention to the neighbors, and mm-hmm. Amy's like, hey, I'm going to go. I guess I'll just see you at school. And he's like, yeah, whatever, whatever. And then she storms out, and the mom's like, well, that was mean, Charlie. And then it cuts to the school the next day. Yeah, Charlie and her have relationship difficulties throughout the, the whole the movie because he treats her like shit. Yeah, kind of. He has ADHD. That, I have ADHD. So do I. So, like, I get it. I, yeah. You're trying to, like, make out with your girlfriend. Somebody's moving across a casket across the street. You get distracted. Yeah. Peter Vincent's on TV. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to He's got the TV on, the pee the neighbors. There's, like, a lot of distractions. He's not taking his Adderall. I'll slow down. <laughs> you gonna give Mikey some Adderall? <laughs> so yeah, at school we meet Evil. Their yes, friend, we do. Right? Wearing some kind of Michael Jackson jacket. Sweatshirt. He is seen only in suspenders. He is. I but don't these understand aren't even him. Suspenders. These are like faux suspenders. I know. They start at the top of his shoulder and they go down right around his. I don't think. No, they're all the way wear. down. But I don't think they connect to his pants. I don't think they do. I think the latch is like right <laughs> in the mid chest, and then they just stop. It honestly, is like that's someone... why his pants keep falling down. <laughs> it is. A Sort of God, it is like just plastic stapled onto a cloth shirt. Anyway, I don't think Evil was their friend because he comes up, he's mean to Charlie. Everybody's like, "Get away from me, you weirdo!" Because he is. He's terrible. definitely their friend, but he he's is terrible. No, he's, he's not like their friend. friend that they're friends with in middle school, and then he still stays <laughs> kind of weird. And then they like he is chewing up scenery the whole time with those gross ass teeth. He reminded me of like Bobcat Goldthwait. His son. regular teeth were scary. Before he had like worked on his act. <laughs> if Bobcat Goldthwait son was really overly sexual and gross absolutely yeah, yeah. his vampire teeth were nicer looking than his I was about teeth. to say he's the only <laughs> character whose vampire teeth are bigger, better than his regular teeth we should be a little nice to him though because he wanted to audition for Charlie and they told him that they wanted to cast him as evil and he got his feelings hurt he's still got a role in a major motion picture True. he should shut up and take the gift that was given to him well he did you know yeah I mean he, and he wasn't okay. bad he seems really yeah he seems like a cool person no he and he not. gives the best line of the film. You're so cool, Brewster, which I wrote at the top of my book. Oh, his name is Bruce. Their last name is Brewster. I yeah. hated that. Charlie's right. last name is Brewster. Him and his mom. Yeah. Punky. Yeah, his mom's Punky Brewster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why I didn't like it. Okay, so uh, Charlie gets home from school. This scantily clad blonde, very, very pretty. She is super hot. I don't find blonde super attractive, and she could get it. Yeah, but she's kind of, she was dressed like a sex worker. I mean, but we do find out later she is a sex worker. Yeah. But, you know, who orders their sex worker for like 2.30 in the afternoon? Well, not a vampire. Because so, he's not, he's asleep. It's the daytime. I know. You know who got that sex worker? Ta- it was the carpenter, carpenter guy. Ca- carpenter, carpenter Bacon? Yeah. Oh, he was, I don't know if he was into that. Maybe Jerry wanted thing. to be. <laughs> you think the carpenter's gay? Absolutely. The really? relationship was actually written to be a homosexual relationship. Oh! Really? <laughs> yeah, but neither of the actors picked up on it until later on. Oh, so I didn't. I, I honestly didn't pick up on it either. Yeah, he's always holding his chest. They're like looking out the window like an Olin Mills yeah. photography. I mean, photo, I don't think photo. you have to read it that way, and I don't think it really makes a difference with the movie. But yeah, that was the way it was written. He likes wood. He's a carpenter. Oh <laughs> my god, I love it. Uh, so yeah, I mean, apparently, either way, the sex worker goes to the other house. Yeah, he asks she. Excuse me, asks Mikey. <laughs> not Mikey. Not Mikey. <laughs> Charlie, she asked. Yeah, Mikey, I see you in this movie. She she asked Charlie if the address is his house. He's like, no, it's the one next door. Oh gosh, lady, (laughs) that's next door. Anyway, so she goes to the vampire house. Yes, and then later we see um, Amy and Charlie at the Max. What's the Max? I don't remember. The Max from Saved by the Bell. It is straight up the Max from Saved by the Bell for sure. It is. Yeah, and so she's trying to make up with him, and she because she was mad at him for not paying attention to her, and so as she's trying to make up with him, he 
sees the sex worker picture that he just saw on the street the other day on the news as somebody who was just murdered. He and he just, straight up just gets up yeah. and walks away. And if you're her, you see that he saw a picture of a pretty blonde on TV and just gets up and follows his dick over to watch. <laughs> 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 I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sorry. Now I get to see Charlie like led by his dick. Oh, like in Wayne's World. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like dick o'clock over there. I will defend Charlie a bit here. What? <laughs> I've been on dates where there's like a wall of television. Oh my the God. Mikey. And I'm just like, it's like a squirrel. I'm like, <laughs> Mikey, stop going to Hooters on your dates. No, but like, you know, any bar has a lot of TV. Stop going to bars on your dates. I'm not spending a lot of money on a first date. Go to a coffee shop, you <laughs> and, monster. And you're <laughs> Jen, we'll take care of you. We, we need to have you with like an earpiece and then we'll be in the bushes outside like listening and helping you out the like, angel like, and the devil on your shoulder <laughs> like, uh, uh, do you fight the patriarchy yeah. Jen's all like uh, ask her if she uh, believes that women should get equal pay and I'm over here like yo dude tell her she could get it <laughs> exactly that would be really fun <laughs> Yeah, so she gets real mad and smashes the sloppy Joe in his face. She said, this relationship is over. Honestly, she never breaks up with him. And she, she should have twice by this point. Yeah. And we're three minutes into the movie. That's true, yeah. And at the max, she apologizes to him. She does. Which is insane. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's move yeah. on. All right, so the next thing, basically the next thing we see um, is he's asleep in his room. He's got his porn on the floor and his binoculars <laughs> in his hand and his quilt over him sitting in a chair by the window. But he's still dressed in a button-down shirt tucked into his jeans with shoes on. Yeah. Probably white sneakers. He's dressed like a 45 year old man. Yeah. Yeah. He always looks like he's about to go to Radio Shack. So he sees Jerry somehow. (laughs) Radio Shack? (laughs) Yeah. So he sees Jerry through the window and he's got um, a girl. Oh, yeah. This is a good scene. No, she's taking her shirt off. She is taking her shirt off. And then she has her own agency. She does. She takes her own bra off and shows. (laughs) She, okay. So Charlie is in the window looking over there. Mm -hmm. And at first you might be like, maybe they can't see Charlie. Charlie, but when Chris Sarandon orbs up on her, he sees Charlie. So she can definitely see Charlie. And she looking Charlie in the eyes from across the way is like, look at my boobles. Are you sure? I don't think she sees him yet because she's blinded by the beauty of Chris Sarandon. Yeah, she's she's glamoured, right? So she is under her. I think it's pronounced glamoured. Glamoured? Glamoured. Yeah. So then Chris Sarandon comes up behind him and he like basks his fangs in the moonlight and then he's about to go. And I I honestly, there should have been one of those so he's about to bite her in the shoulder and I love this because he's biting and then he just looks up and he freezes and he slowly every time Chris Rinna does anything in this movie I'm like there are so many scenes where Prince Humperdinck is like doing things and it goes on way too long so anyways he eyes up and he sees Charlie and then he slowly long fingernail pulls the shade down (laughs) yeah and then they find out the next morning that that chick got murdered yeah is this no I think this is when he sees the coffin getting pulled out or the bags and then he throws the purse yeah that's that night but but that's that's the chick we just saw her boobles. Yeah, right? but then he goes down, he freaks out and yells at his mom. Yeah. yeah. Somebody's getting killed over yeah. there. Yeah. And then he goes out and hides in the bushes and looks through the little bush hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I've never heard I've never heard bush hole before, but that's what I'm gonna call Bud Giants from that. now on. She immediately caught that immediately and before we did. Yeah. 
So he's hiding and he's looking at them um, because he's just seen them carry out bags that may or may not be a body. And then he says, oh, you forgot one thing. And he throws her purse to him and he like weirdly catches it. No, it's a magical throw. It's like a stunt catch or something. (laughs) It is like like a stunt catch. It's ridiculous. So we can see what definitely what it is. Um, And then Jerry just like baller walks out eating his apple. Um, So then his mom opens the door and totally blows up his spot. Oh, yeah. Charlie, Charlie, where are you, Charlie? And then uh, <laughs> she, she is a mom. Like yeah, that's that's yeah. legit yeah. what they sound that's like. That's what you do. So then um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so his mom's calling for him. And um, then that's when Chris Randon sees him and starts walking up and like baller <laughs> throws his apple. He throws there. his apple at him in the weirdest power move ever. The most awesome. Po- well, I'm not the most my, awesome no, power move. because We're going to see yeah, that yeah, yeah. later. <laughs> there are much better power moves. Yeah. He throws his apple at him. Why would you do that? To let him know that he saw him. And Chris Sarandon is eating an apple or mm-hmm. fruit in every scene you see him in. When he's not actually a vampire. When he doesn't have that vampire face, he's eating a fruit. Why is he doing that? Um, first of all, I have to note how he ate the apple. Did you notice he ate the middle of it out? The core yes. of it? Yeah. Baller. That's real gross. Oh, I didn't, va- I didn't notice that. Yeah, I only eat stem. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so anyways, yeah, this was an intentional choice for him to be eating fruit all the time. And I didn't know this until I'd heard this fact. When they were filming this, the director, Tom Holland, encouraged them all to write backstories. And one of his backstories was that he was part fruit bat. So he liked to eat fruit as like palate cleansers. Yeah, after he'd eaten people. So he was a fruit bat. He was part fruit bat. Hilarious. That is real funny, yeah. But anyway, so... Chris Sarandon's walking towards the bush where he threw his apple, where mm-hmm. Charlie is. And then as he gets closer and closer, Charlie pops up and runs away like a, like a child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, what is it? The actor invented Charlie's backstory as being just like a terrible... Runner? <laughs> yeah. And person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a bad dude. I wear coats and I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> he actually broke his ankle on set at one point, so that might be whenever That's why he's running so gingerly. That yeah. might be part of why, yeah. I think it was like mid-production that he broke his ankle, so I'm not exactly sure when everything was filmed. But yeah, the next major thing that happens is that he tells his mom and he tells Amy and they're like Charlie vampires don't exist you're (laughs) You're watching you're thinking this is a TV show this is not the Bobo Vincent Price TV show right and so then he says which is called Fright Night I don't know why I couldn't remember the name of the show it's the name of the movie (laughs) exactly that's why Andy says it's Fright Night for real because that's the name of his show yeah exactly my mind my mind was like what is the name of that fucking show Oh, it's the name of the movie. Yeah. So he decides he's going to go to the cops and he's not going to say anything about vampires. He's just going to say they're murdered. So the next thing we see. This is is ridiculous. If you go to the cops and are like, hey, my neighbor murdered somebody. This cop is like, did he? Well, come on with me. We'll go find out exactly. together. Let's and go confront takes, a murderer together yeah, in his insane. own house. Yeah. So he takes Charlie to his neighbor's house and said, hey, your neighbor, this guy right next to me said you murdered somebody. Mm-hmm. Do me a favor. <laughs> tell me the truth. Mm-hmm. And then if you lie to me, don't retaliate. Yeah. Like that's And insane. I'll definitely believe you if you just say something. Yeah. yeah. So that is insane. I, until I started doing this podcast, I didn't realize how big of a horror trope it is that like law enforcement is so ridiculously yes. bad at their mm-hmm. job. They're so bad. Not just like they don't believe in monsters, but like, oh, you think you witnessed a murder? Come, let's go talk to the guy about yeah. it. This is the first time we see the inside of Chris Sarandon's house. Yes. And it's got statues and cobwebs. Yeah. And it's it's artifacts. They just moved in and there's already cobwebs everywhere. And I, giant bowls of fruit. I think yes. the cobwebs were there first and they, they moved the stuff around it. No, I think they 
brought those cobwebs. Yeah, up. I think they brought in the cobwebs and put them up. They're goth. <sighs> they got like dried roses on the <laughs> <laughs> That's what the carpenter does while the vampires sleep. <laughs> gotta put out the creepy spider webs. <laughs> They're listening to My Chemical Romance 15 years early. I love My Chemical Romance. <laughs> that does so not much. surprise me at all. Ugh. Oh, Gerard Way can't get it. So, this is the first time we see the inside of his house. There's like a bunch of clocks on the wall, and it is just generally not spooky, but creepy. Yes. So he's talking to the carpenter, right? Mm-hmm. And Charlie is like, yeah, and this is when him and the vampire guy who also lives here, and the cop is like, whoa, 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 wait a second. Yeah, Charlie waited vampire? exactly 10 seconds into accusing yeah. them of murder and be like, no, they're actually a vampire, and he mm-hmm. sucked the blood. And the cop's yeah. like, it's not the blood of the undead. <laughs> Honestly, the cop handles it the way a cop should have handled it back at the at precinct. At the station, yes. Yeah, and been like, oh, wait, the vampires don't exist. We're going to leave you alone, Carpenter Man. So once the cop is like, oh, wait, vampires? We got to get out of here. He apologized to the carpenter for whatever, for wasting his time, and then they yeah. bone out. So Charlie leaves slowly, and the carpenter slowly follows him, giving this weird weird look to him the whole time oh yeah mm-hmm. and then his smile slowly fades in the window. Yeah, he's like a grimace yeah. i really like the carpenter i think he's really interestingly menacing he is he is i don't hate him in this movie there's actually, nobody in this movie that i think does a bad job i don't quite understand what he is because i thought he was like the human familiar is that yeah. what it's called mm-hmm. but he's not no he is he is he just yeah, didn't he, he doesn't turn him until he acts he turns evil ed so then the carpenter's oh. like, what the fuck? Why are you going to turn this kid? And so I've we just don't see that yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Okay. He okay, gets okay. a promotion, I think. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the cop leaves and then Charlie goes to ask evil Ed for help. And evil Ed takes $8 to give Charlie some vampire advice. Evil Ed charges for vampire advice. No, he goes, I'll take a fool's money. But then Far be it for me to Charlie watched all these movies. So he exactly. knows what kills vampires. Yeah. Yeah. Evil it, watches all these movies too. Has he watched these movies or is Evil just single? So when everyone's watching them, he actually learns yeah. that Charlie's making out with Amy, so he's not really paying attention. No, I don't be. believe it. The most unrealistic part of this movie <laughs> is not the vampires. It's, it's that, that Charlie has a girlfriend? Exactly. It's 100% that. <laughs> There's no way it happened. It I had absolutely. a huge crush on Charlie back then. <sighs> you were eight. You didn't know what attractive was. True. Yeah. But he does give him the advice of he can't come in your house unless you invite him. Right. And, and he's like, the, oh, it's genius. Perfect. I'm safe forever. <laughs> right. Wrap it up, boys. Right. <laughs> Credits. <laughs> exactly. But he also tells him about garlic and he tells him about holy water and tells him about crosses. Yes. So it's not just the you can't invite him in, mm-hmm. but when Charlie goes home, guess who his cougar of a mom invited inside? Well, he's up there. He's boarding up his windows. Yeah, and then his them mom shut. Goes, hey, Charlie, come on down to meet somebody. And so Jerry's sitting in the chair like baller tapping his fingers on the chair and then he jerries around and looks his dreamy sarandonness. <laughs> She's actually like miming this out while talking yeah, about this. It's, it. it's quite a sight to see guys. I mean seriously anytime Chris Sarandon does anything in this movie it's just like he is a baller. He is awesome. I He's just love dreamy. It. I understand how he got Susan Sarandon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he touch a touch a touched her. <laughs> <laughs> a touch a touch a touch me. I want to get and here's another scene full of awkward eye contact. Because like, yes. if I was Charlie's mom, I'd be like, why are you guys not breaking eye contact? Mm-hmm. And even though she's drinking some sort of alcoholic beverage, she's still super thirsty for Chris. <laughs> she is. She's wearing her 50s style mom dress. Oh, oh she, she's dressed it. like um, Audrey Hepburn in the 50s, like, mm-hmm. which I think is super cute, super Pretty sexy, too. sort of like Mad Men-ish style. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. And if you were like a single woman who's inviting over an age-appropriate gentleman uh-huh. who just moved in next who door. Who looks like Chris Sarandon. Yeah. I, you would definitely dress mm-hmm. up, put on a good face, wear a little perfume, on. bend over a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you would just. I dropped my drink. You would leave with the good. <laughs> you wouldn't spill your drink, Jen. No, 
no, I spilled my drink. You would definitely spill it all over his shirt and be like, oh, let me launder that for you. <laughs> oh, Jen is saying that That's she would spill it. <laughs> I dropped my drink in the bush hole. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> too far. I'm buddy. out. Too far. Oh, that's too far. Excuse me. <laughs> I love that they do this because it solves that problem of having to be invited in and we don't have to deal with that anymore. Immediately. But immediately, like it's literally yeah. the next scene. He learns the rule and then mom immediately ruins it. Right. Exactly. And he says, well, now that I've been invited, I might just stop over whenever I want. And she's like, oh, yes. My bedroom <laughs> is the third door on the right. Oh, and he he knows. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He gives her a look up and down. It's at this point that Charlie starts sweating in the film. It doesn't stop until he, the movie's over. He that's does true. not stop sweating. Yeah, he's profusely sweating. He is but, super nervous. But, but mom is barking up the wrong fruit. Oh. That. <laughs> I think Jerry would do the mom. I think so too. Yeah, I think, and this is maybe a little bit of a controversial hot take from Todd. Hot takes from Todd. But I do think, much like not to call another Sarandon movie out, but much like Doctor Frankenfurter, I feel like Chris Sarandon in this movie goes both ways. He's, he's just pansexual. He's just oozing mm-hmm. sexuality and yeah. he will use sex to get whatever he wants, mm-hmm. which the glamour, as you said, Mikey, <laughs> is how they do that. So he's been invited into the house. He said, oh, I'm just going to stop by whenever I want. And so the next thing we see is Charlie sweating in the corner of his room. <laughs> the next thing we see is Chris Sarandon in the mom's bedroom yeah. while she's sleeping in a sort of a very sexy, um, yeah. is it sexy? And she's got her sleep mask too. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm oh, super into blindfolded chicks. So we see... <laughs> Bird Box is his favorite movie. <laughs> Never seen it. So, But... This is where we see Chris Sarandon in the mom's bedroom, yes. and he's like walking out of like her bathroom or something. And well, he but went she, in through her window because Charlie oh, that's what it was. his window up and that's put like holy water and crosses or whatever. Yeah, yeah and she's asleep, doesn't mm-hmm. realize that Chris is in his room because if the mom realized Chris was in the room, she would have ripped more than just the blindfold off to try and convince him to yes. stay the night. And he walks up to her and he looks down and like, I'll come back and get that later. <laughs> uh, uh, you could get it, ma'am. And then I'll he, take that to go. <laughs> and then he walks by and he slowly closes the door and you caught this that you don't see him in the yeah. way, in the mirror. There's a lot of really good mirror work in mm-hmm. this and I mean that in the sense that you see everyone else in the mirror except for the vampire. It's right. really it's done very well for the 80s. I would say it like is. most of the effects hold up in this film and it still looks pretty good. There's yeah. only there's very very few effects that don't look great. I I agree. Yeah. For a movie from the 80s. Yeah. 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 I think and I think we talked about this when we talked about the thing. Practical effects if they're done very very well hold up so much better than early CGI did. Fun Absolutely. fact. The effects team in this movie had just come from uh, doing the effects in Ghostbusters. And so uh, they like learned a lot of stuff I'm on sure that they movie. Did. So they came to this movie and they were just ready to go. Uh, nice. All right, cool. Um, and so then she, he closes the door real hard so that um, she, it, like, jams it. It, it jams, jams it the door. door. Yeah. And then walks into Charlie's room. And Charlie has been hearing noises and he's creeping around in the hall. So Chris Randon is able to just sneak into his closet. Charlie's like broken at this point. He's like, he's just sweating, like sleeping yeah. and like well, nightmare. He's not in his room, but his room has to be a thousand degrees so he walks in all sweaty and he's looking out the window because Chris Sarandon's house is out his window and he sees the light in Chris Sarandon's room go off and so then well he hears a scream and the light goes out right and then his closet opens right Mm, and And you see Chris Sarandon walk up behind him yeah Mm -hmm. it's very sexual I'd like to talk about something
something here because this vampire is not a bad vampire because he no. doesn't immediately try to kill this kid. He goes, no. look, I'm going to give you a choice. He strikes to deal with him. Yeah. That I didn't have. Yeah. I won't kill you if you just leave me alone. Yeah. yeah you forget about me. I'll forget about you. In what mm-hmm. movie does the cre- like the bad guy come out and be like, just leave me alone and I won't kill you. I mean, absolutely. He's like, listen, I'll definitely bang your mom a lot, but I'm not, I'm not going to kill you. And I won't kill your mom either. It's yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm. any other stepfather story. Yeah, exactly. Charlie doesn't take the offer. No, he doesn't. He tries to get the cross. And, and he's like, sta- uh, no. Yeah, he does try to get the cross. First. Oh, yeah. does he? That's the how cross? Chris Sarandon uh, knows that he's not going to. Uh, no, I thought that. he knew because he stabbed him in no, the hand with the pencil. He stabs him after he grabs the cross. Ah, that's okay. when Chris Sarandon throws him into the closet. Why do you guys think oh, Charlie right. didn't take this deal? Because he fights for what is good yeah. and evil. Does he? It, it. Like a night in shining armor. No, drive a long time, time ago. But Charlie, but Charlie's character hasn't been brave at all in any way. And shape, never or is brave going forward. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense there in the movie. There is no hero's journey character arc right. for Charlie in this movie and at all. I wonder all. if he gets halfway through the movie and he's like, man, I should have just taken that fucking deal. Man. <laughs> you know, I would have been like, yeah. you know what? It sucks that people are getting murdered. But yeah. dude, Sounds three good. minutes later, when he's getting choke slammed through his window, <laughs> No, he's rethinking the deal he did not take. Yeah. Oh, the hero journey in this is Bobo Vincent Price. Yes, one hundred percent. That's why she when she was like the hero sex. I was like, there's only one hero, yeah. and it's uh, it's Bobo, Bobo Vincent Prince Price. Price. Yeah, this is the scene that I remember as being just terrifying for me when he's in the room and he's starting to kind of like slightly turn I mean, into a vampire. It's creepy at first, and then I mean, if you're eight, she saw it first yeah. when she was eight. No, I well, get and that. then I continued to watch it a little bit. Like, and I used to watch this a lot when I was little, and then I went for probably like ten. 10 years and didn't see it. And then I had Corey watch it with me one night because I was like, oh, this is one of my favorite uh, the movies. We're going to like show it together or I was going to share it with him. We were like halfway through and he's like, you know, this is kind of silly, right? And I was it's like, very how silly. dare you? This is my favorite movie ever. And then I was like, yeah, it kind of is. But silly. that's okay. It could oh, be yeah, silly. It it, is. I would have watched this movie very differently or had a very different feeling if I had watched this when I was eight. Right. Well, and it's it was the first horror movie I'd ever seen, too. So like I know this scene holds tension. I mean, he makes the, he tries to make a deal. He reaches for the cross he almost breaks his arm he drops the cross almost kills him grabs a pencil then stabs in the hand this is when the scene loses it yeah so for the record charlie grabs the pencil stabs chris sarandon in the hand yeah yeah Yeah. and then he doesn't stab through and kill himself with his i know because his hand on his neck yeah 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 absolutely Mm -hmm. but But then the vampire spins away oddly and then uh, (laughs) it's a weird character choice for the the vampire you've stabbed me in the hand and then why would you yeah. And then the scene goes on for like a whole minute of them just making eye contact yeah. while his hands. This is stabbed. what I mean. There are so many scenes that go on way too long, and you're like, "What is happening right now?" Even Jin was like, "Why did you just murder him now?" And I'm like, exactly. <laughs> because when he's turned into full vampire once he gets hand stabbed, and then he hears the mom who's woken up because all of the rooms the and she's banging room. on her door. That she, she is. Jammed. He's like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh!" And then that's the like, sound it makes in the movie. Like that's exactly what it sounds like. Back and he's a half vampire, and he goes, "Oh, oh, oh, oh!" And then he makes eye contact that just says you really hurt my feelings and then he just runs away from the house he does how could you i'll be back charlie yeah i'll be back for you and your mother too well and no and then he goes out the door and then we see like the fluttering of the curtains and the bat sound where he just bats away (laughs) it sounds ridiculous but that is true at this point charlie had slayed his pride (laughs) and so the vampire's like i'm gonna torture this guy and like really get my get my vampireness back this movie alternate title was how greg the vampire got his groove back exactly I thought that oh, is it Gary? It's in Jerry. my mind, he's Jerry. always oh, is it Jerry? Jerry with a G. What is this uh, Parks and Rec? I can't say Jerry.
Jerry's name right? <laughs> well, okay, but think about it. So this kid has called the police on this guy and said, hey, you've yeah. murdered two women. So if the kid shows up dead the next day, who do you think the cops are going to go to That's immediately? True. So like it does kind of create a problem for him to move into a house and his neighbors immediately die. Okay. Well, the neighbor who accused him of murder. Exactly. Yeah. So I can see him not wanting to kill this guy. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't think about that either, but that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the deal was his main plan was like, just leave me alone, kid. You yeah. should have gave him money or something. He was short $8 at that point. <laughs> so the next thing he does, he's trying to figure out what to do, and then his TV's on, and he's But yeah, so he's watching Fright Night and gets the idea to go talk to Vincent, Bobo Vincent Price. And he goes to show, he shows up at Peter Vincent's studio, and Peter Vincent's saying he just got fired. People your age don't care about vampires anymore. <laughs> oh, and they call out slashers they here. Do, I yeah. really do think that was a jab at like Jason and Freddie and all yeah, that stuff. Too. Yeah, Because this is Halloween. an homage to those kind of older classic um, it definitely vampire feels like an older movies. Like a, like a throwback to those monster movies from like, like the, the 50s. Like the kind of movies that would be on one of these vampire or That would be on hosts. the show within the movie exactly. Friday yeah. Night. Yeah, and that's one thing that I really love about this movie is that it's it's not making fun of this. It's kind of poking fun just a little bit, but it's like a love letter to those kinds of movies, you know? I, I think love letter is the right way to phrase it because it is not making fun of it. There are comic yeah. beats, but it really does seem like it really loves those movies. And, and this is a fun movie. It yeah. really yeah. is. And they have a lot of fun with it. That's we're why I said laughing like a, a lot, and I feel like it sounds like we're making fun of this movie, but we oh, were no. all really enjoyed this yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. me, this is it like really a more adult up. Hocus Pocus, like, mm-hmm. I, and I love Hocus Pocus. And it reminds me a lot of Scream, too, how really? Scream is like making fun of the slasher genre while still functioning as a slasher movie. I feel like Scream does that uh, a, lot, a lot more effectively. Yeah, Scream's oh, no. pretty scary. But what I'm saying is this is still functioning as a vampire movie. It's so, maybe a oh, little yeah, yeah, more yeah. horror comedy So this is two monster movies, what Scream is to slashers on movies. Yeah, 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 I think okay. so. So he goes to see Peter and he's, he's asking Peter Vincent to help and Peter Vincent says, no, you're crazy. More or less. And then gets in his car and just drives away as Charlie's <laughs> right. like, no, help me! Like, beating on his car. Right. And then Charlie hitchhikes to Target and buys all the candles they have. And then... <laughs> and then <laughs> I thought it was just like a home goods. <laughs> well, then he tears up somebody's fence. And then it's his own fence. It is. No joke. That's the same fence that the picture falls on a few scenes earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He digs mm-hmm. up his own fence. Has and he's like sharpening a stake and Amy and evil come in. And they're like, and they're like uh-huh. what are you doing? He's profusely sweating, surrounded by candles yeah. and garlic everywhere. And he's like, no, there's really vampires everywhere. Yeah. I've got to protect myself. And then evil and Amy are like, what are we going to do? We should yeah. probably get an adult, but they don't. They don't. They switch immediately into humoring him mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I do love their plan. I, I, I love their plan because Amy and Evil's plan, I should say, yeah. because their plan is to let's get Peter Vincent mm-hmm. to convince Charlie that vampires aren't real. And, at right. least that Chris Sarandon isn't a vampire. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yes, because we know when you meet somebody who's delusional, your first thought is like, let's prove them wrong. Well, Instead they're going like, to use you know, their delusion, his delusion against him. Yeah. That's not because how it works. Because they know that he's a <laughs> <laughs> They should but, get an adult. <laughs> they, yes. Well, they do. They get they Peter did. Vincent. He, well, <laughs> that's true. And he tried to tell his mom, his mom didn't believe him. Well, that's true. But she's yeah. too busy trying to get that. No, but if the other friends were like, look, your son's upstairs delusional about vampires being real and he's sweating. Also, there's 90 candles upstairs and your house is going to burn down. Maybe she would get up off the couch and like take him to the hospital. <laughs> she's focused on getting that CD, though. That Chris Dick. <laughs> she borrowed his binoculars and she just cursed by the <laughs> way. Yeah, she's checking out that Chris Bulge for sure. 
sure. Mm. Ooh, that man can wear a sweater. I mean, and a scarf. Oh, he can. <laughs> he is dreamy in everything he oh wears. Oh my gosh, and we haven't even gotten to the disco scene. Hold on. <laughs> Jen is fanning herself on I her. Am, I've been profusely sweating this whole time. I was wondering why you moved a fainting couch into the pod lot. This oh, makes sense. I did, uh, <laughs> did Lost Boys come out before or after this? Before. Because Evil looks like the ugly younger brother of uh, Keith or Sutherland's character. He it does, does sort of bit. look like Keith or Sutherland's character, yes. I think he looks a little more like Kevin Bacon. No, like sorry. Him. Lost Boys was 87. This was 85. This was 85 oh my God, yeah. they ripped off Evil. <laughs> yeah, when they were making Lost Boys, uh, Ke- Kiefer came in like, hey, have you guys ever seen Fright Night? Yeah. yeah. I want to look like the idiot from that movie. <laughs> but like super cool. Like honestly, 10 times cooler. And could get it. Kiefer looks great in that movie. Oh, yes, he does. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jen was like, oh. We recorded an episode on Lost Boys. Yeah, my feelings about Kiefer Sullivan are well documented. <laughs> <laughs> he can't get it. So then Amy and Evil go see Peter Vincent. And they say, <laughs> and they're like, they say, our friend mentally ill. Can you help us trick him into being well again? <laughs> yeah, sort of, yeah. Says, oh, yes, I remember him. He's insane. <laughs> yeah, he signs up for their plan immediately. Yeah, he also <laughs> says, what could be more important than my autograph? But at this point, we... <laughs> He does. He like a monster. <laughs> yeah. I love him in this movie. He's oh. great. I love him too. But in this scene, we find out that he's having financial problems. Yes, because he's gotten his eviction notice. Right? Because mm-hmm. he got fired and immediately he's on. A, he's hit hard times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had put no money. Like 80% of Americans, he is also living paycheck to paycheck no matter mm-hmm. what he makes. And he's evicted the day he gets fired. Yeah. But he... Um, For a one-two punch. Yeah. It's, it's a rough day, man. Mm-hmm. So Amy offers him $500 to help them with this plan, which yeah. is the equivalent of $1,200 in winky blinky money. That now. is a gen fun fact for you. If someone came to you with $1,200 and was like, would you fight a vampire for me for $1,200? Would you guys try it? I wouldn't. But if someone came to me and said, hey, my friend's crazy. Will you tell him not to be crazy? I'll give you $1,200. I would say, yes, yeah. I will definitely do that. I will go to your friend, tell them he's not crazy, but he should stop thinking his neighbor's a vampire. And then I would take the check and leave. Well, and they also said he's going to go try to murder his neighbor too. So that's. Funny. Yeah, which and, and honestly, Honestly, that is what Peter Vincent is going to do. He yeah. meets them that next night. They go and he has called the quote unquote vampire who yeah. really is a vampire. But Vincent, sorry, Peter Vincent doesn't really believe he's a vampire. Mm. So he literally tells the vampire, don't worry, I'm going to have you drink holy water, but it's going to be just tap water. Yeah, wanky, because the blanky. vampire's like, I'm a, I'm a born again Christian. I can't, I don't want any crosses in my house or holy right. water. Mm-hmm. Right. Which, Which is, is, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Religious. He's doing the religious exemption. To try to avoid any kind of religious object to be used against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll Peter Vincent pulls up in front of the house and the three kids are waiting there. Yeah. Charlie, Charlie's Evil, and Amy. AF, sweating, even though it's outside. Ch- Charlie like, has just been... I thought he was going to be here at six. I thought he was going to be here at Because six. it's summer and he keeps wearing sports coats. I know. Yeah. Charlie has just finished his half marathon and Amy and Evil <laughs> meet him at Peter Vincent's car, which is a very nice car for someone it who is. just lost her job and is getting evicted. Well, maybe he already finished the payments on it. Maybe. That's what He's it is. like, it's a, I've got to live in this car, so I'm glad it's really nice. Honestly, exactly. that backseat could He's get car it. poor. <laughs> so they start walking out of the house and this is when Charlie's like what you're not bringing your box with you his yeah, box steaks. of evil vampire mm-hmm. like uh, yeah, your crosses and your like wooden stakes yeah Mm-hmm. Right. He's like, no, we're just going to have him. We're going to do a test. I can't kill him until we know for sure he is a vampire. So they have to prove he's a vampire. So they go mm-hmm. up there, knock on the door, and the carpenter answers. Mm-hmm. And the carpenter is like, oh, it's Peter Vincent. Oh, I'm so happy to meet you. I'm a huge fan, which is funny because he kills vampires. So I bet Chris Sarandon and uh, Carpenter don't like him very much. They know he's not a real vampire hunter. Well, I, I bet they watch his show and laugh like, <laughs> these yeah. idiots don't know I'm real. Yeah, <laughs> 
It comes on late at night and they can't go out during the day. But look, exactly. All of his information checks out because everything he tells people to do to kill vampires is how he kills them. Well, he even mentions that later on the movie because he's yeah. like, well, everything else that works in the movies keeps working on these guys, so let's keep going. They <laughs> all go into the house and um, Chris Sarandon drinks some uh, holy water and is about to- Well, just- holy water, quote unquote, it's really quote. just tap water because right. we know. Holy water, wanky, blanky. Wanky, blanky, yeah. So he drinks the holy water and it doesn't vampire kill him. And then he's about to just smash the vial in the fire. And Peter Mitchell's like, no, 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 I paid for that. Can I have a back? <laughs> he's like, yo, I'm car poor. Exactly. You can't go breaking my holy water vials. Right. <laughs> At least they cleaned up the cobwebs while they were gone. That's true. Charlie's like, no, but I guess it's not real holy water. Yeah, because Charlie's every- like, no, that just wasn't real holy water. He is a vampire. Mm-hmm. This is what happens when you take an actual delusional person and argue with their delusions. <laughs> right. This is why you shouldn't do exactly right. what Peter like, Price is doing. The cross. Right. Charlie pulls the cross out and Chris Sarandon and the carpenter are about to like, they feel threatened, but then Peter Vincent immediately is like, how rude? Why are you doing this? And so yeah. they don't notice. This is where Peter Vincent pulls out like a mirror. Like, a, like no. it looks like it's a It's his a, favorite prop from a vampire movie. Oh, is it? Yep. I thought it was a, like, a, like a makeup compact yeah. that he drops and it like, he picks it up and as he picks it up, he sees everyone except for Chris Sarandon yes. because their mirror work in this game is on point. It is. Mm-hmm. It's and really good. And that's how he knows. Yeah, and he's like, oh my god, he's actually a vampire. Yeah, and then he drops the mirror and it breaks and leaves a little piece behind yes. and then he hustles them out. And one thing we forgot to say in the scene is this is when Chris Sarandon sees Amy, the girlfriend, and is like, oh, you look like someone I knew. Oh yeah, he had a painting that looks like Amy. Oh yeah, yeah we forgot about that because that happened Somebody in an earlier he, scene. He's mm-hmm. known from before and he starts giving her the eye and getting all feely and she says, He's so neat when she's talking to you. Yeah. Oh, he's so like, dreamy. Like, yeah. He is. Yeah, neat. he is. Amy. I'm experiencing things in my body I've never felt before. Yeah, that's when she became a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she met him for the first time. Yeah. That's when a lot of us became women. Oh, how have we not mentioned that in every scene Vincent Price is in, he looks like someone attacked him with baby powder 30 <laughs> seconds before it started. Now, he looks like That's he true. has the Snapchat filter for being old on. Because <laughs> yep. he, he clearly has like deep brown hair. Yeah. And it just like someone took like a can of spray paint that was white and spray painted his hair. Yeah, and yeah. baby powder on his face. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, and so when you see him in the older movies, like he's kind of looks young, you know? And so one of the reasons that he was excited to take this role is because the character got to play these different ages. He's like, I've never played a character that old so he signed up <laughs> i mean that sounds cool and he's great in this movie he really is yeah. he and he's Tom- the hero he very much is the hero so anyway they scurry away bobo vincent price and the kids and chris sarandon walks back in steps on the broken piece of mirror mm-hmm. and realizes that they realized that he actually is a vampire and now they know we know yes. they know we know yeah, cuts exactly out, cuts outside exactly. charlie's like I know you know he's a vampire. Just tell me what you saw. Yeah. Because it seems like he's doubting his own sanity. It doesn't really go into it, but like Charlie's freaking out. On some yeah. level, yeah. yeah. But, but there's a but vampire also, next door to him. Bobo Vincent Price's demeanor has changed at this point as he's going to his car. Yeah. And I think that's what Charlie picks up on. Peter Vincent tells Charlie he wasn't in the mirror and he's like, I'm not going to help you. And he just drives Yeah, and then off. he peels out and they got to walk home. Yeah, he's very scared. So, and they do start to walk this home. This is the part of the movie that confuses me. Is it because they have to walk home, which is literally next door? Right. But oh, no. they go to like an urban district Why where there are alleyways. Yeah. They're walking Amy and Evil home. They don't live next door. And this sort of does add up if you think about it because his car has been destroyed and they don't have vehicles. Right. She's got that scooter but they can't all fit on it. No. It's but not a three that kind of but Charlie is not rational. She doesn't have a sidecar, Mikey. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> None uh, of this makes sense. I want to ride in a sidecar. They're like, all right, now that we know he's a vampire, let's go to town. Well, let's walk home in a creepy street. I really do think they're just trying to walk Evil yeah, and are. Amy home. They say that. We got to let's walk Amy home yeah. first. Yeah. So they're walking home and then Evil gets the genius idea of cutting through a dark alley at he's night. A, he's an evil genius? He is an evil genius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Evil is in the alley. And this is one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Oh, this is when Scared. Evil cries wolf. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because he, pret- he screams and he pretends that he got got. And then- yeah, this is right after they separate. He's like, right. I'm going to go down the alley because I'm not scared of everything, Charlie. Mm-hmm. He sort of like really shames Charlie. I live on the dark side. I live on the edge. Evil. <laughs> so he walks down the alley and then Charlie and Amy walk the other direction and then they hear him scream and they run back and yeah. he's like, oh, I think you got me. You're going to yeah. have to kill me. You have to kill me, Charlie, yeah. by giving me a hickey. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, it's, evil. A, it's a little You're dumb. the worst. Immediately after they walk away from him, after he pranks them, mm-hmm. that's when you see Dreamy Sarandon uh-huh. following behind Evil. Yeah. I have a problem that this vampire's name is Jerry. It's just really weird. They address that in the remake. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Like that's a terrible name for a vampire. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's why I've been calling him Chris the whole time. Yeah, he's dreamy enough; he can pull it off. Okay, so he's going to get evil in the alley, and um, he- oh, I thought it was going somewhere else, but it is the alley, not not, not a part of his body. Yeah, go ahead. Well, <laughs> so what he's doing, like evil, realizes that this is not the secret shortcut that he thought it was, and he gets trapped in the alley, and then Chris Randon appears right behind him and is about to. Well, he's not going to kill him, no, because he says. I know they pick on you. I know like nobody's going to pick on you anymore. They're not going to beat you up anymore. I will make sure they don't. All you have to do is take my hand. Do you think it's a metaphor? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I really love this because it humanizes Jerry and he's like, yeah, I see like part of myself in you. Like Mikey was saying, I don't think Jerry's a a super bad dude. He's really not. He gives them a chance to not, he doesn't really want to kill anybody that he doesn't have to feed on. women that he murders. Yeah, he murders a lot of women, but, but. (laughs) So he's a great guy. Like all the guys, he's like, yeah, come on. I want to go and take back my statement. (laughs) No, no, no. But I I know what you mean because when they were working on their backstories, Chris Sarandon made an effort to kind of humanize him and make him seem like, like, pull, I think it, it does a weird thing because he does seem compassionate for yeah, a vampire. He does. Considering he murders people. So you have a lot of weird feelings in these scenes because you think evil yeah. and evil just starts crying and takes his hand. Yeah, but he does. Yeah, because he's like, yeah, everybody does kind of pick on me and they make fun of me. He and wants it's, it kind of coming. And then Chris Sarandon welcomes him to his oversized jacket. <laughs> and then this is where we cut back to Charlie and Amy walking and we hear evil <laughs> scream again. Yeah, why and they're just Jerry, like, oh, he's faking it. Why is yeah. Jerry uh, dressed like McGruff, the crime dog? The trench coat is supposed to be an update <laughs> on the... <laughs> he is dressed like McGruff. He wants to take a bite out of evil. <laughs> he and actually he does, does take a bite out of and evil. he does take a bite out of evil. <laughs> well, no, the trench coat isn't meant to be an update That's of the amazing. vampire cape. Okay. That's why they, and he uses it like that. He exactly does. like that yeah. when he bites In this evil. scene. And that's when we made the joke that it was vampire size. <laughs> but it cuts back to Charlie and Amy and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, he's just messing with us again. We're not going to fall for that. And right. then the thunder in the distance. Yeah. And they see that the fuse box right next to them has been just destroyed and the lights all go yeah. out. And then they walk by the club and the restaurant. And they, no, they're chased. They this are, is when yeah, they yeah. see Chris and he's like, they're like, oh my God, we got to get out of here. So they run away and he starts popping out like it's three amigos and everyone's dressed like Chris Sarandon <laughs> everywhere across town. And he's been doing all that cardio so he can make it work. He's not sweating. No, at all. No. He's the only person who doesn't sweat. In the and whole he should be the only one sweating because it's night in the summer and he's wearing a scarf and a trench coat. He should be Chris sweating so sweat. much right now. Chris Sarandon doesn't sweat. He doesn't sweat. He sparkles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he glitters. Oh. So, but yeah, so he 
sense them into this club. They have no, to no, go no, through no. the yeah. restaurant. Wait, no. This doesn't make any sense because how they get into the club is they go down a side street and like the chef is chopping vegetables. Mm-hmm. And they just jump into the kitchen. Yeah. There's no window yeah. or anything. I think it is a window that's open. Then they he jump goes, through the window. Are you crazy kids? You ruined my vegetables. <laughs> he does look like he is yeah. like Mario. Yeah. Also, who's cooking at this like nightclub? Well, it, there is a waitress walking around getting orders and drinks and stuff. Yeah. I think it's a restaurant and then they maybe there's an adjacent nightclub or something. No, I think the nightclub's in. I think it's just one of those clubs. And I don't know if these exist anymore, but I think it was just a club that served food. Yeah. They immediately run to the phone across the dance floor and he's like, what's the number to Peter Vince? And then mm-hmm. next we see evil show up at Peter Vincent's house. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So we leave them in the club and it cuts to them at the yes. Vincent's house. Yes. And he's all confident vampire. I have now. a problem with this scene because he just got turned. And then like, how did he get oriented into vampire? Life? Yeah. Five minutes later, like he knows he's a, a professional vampire. Yeah. yeah. Well, look in twilight, they can do stuff really, really fast. And they're more powerful. They are. But he doesn't have, he has the information. Like yeah. I get it that he's powerfully just turned twilight rules, whatever. But, <laughs> He's like, Team I was Edward. told to go do this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and I read my vampire guide, and this is what I'm doing. I, <laughs> yeah. He's I been really studying vampires for his whole life. He too. sort of has. So like, I sort of get this. Okay, so he shows up at Peter Vincent's house, <laughs> and yeah. he's he's menacing Peter Vincent. He's about to bite him, and then Peter Vincent burns his forehead with the cross. Yeah, and then and then evil goes, I'm gonna tell my dad. <laughs> <laughs> bones out the yeah, window. Yeah, jumps out the window like a heroin addict, just jumping. <laughs> he belly flopped out the window. He really which, did. <laughs> which, for a second, I thought we were gonna hear, I'm believe I can fly <laughs> because he's a vampire. Can he turn into a bat? Oh, oh we find he out that he can't turn into a bat because his animal wolf. isn't a bat. That's right. He's he is wolf. the Don't original say it. Don't say it. vamp hound. No! Nailed it! Oh, Moving on. Sorry. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that word's not important, Todd. <laughs> okay. Then but we- then it cuts back to Amy and Charlie in the club and Charlie yeah. is calling mm-hmm. Peter Vincent. And Amy's getting glamored and away. Amy is getting... Along with everyone watching the movie. Amy- <laughs> Chris Sarandon comes in with his sweater. He's taking his trench coat and his scarf off. He's got his oversized neck sweater. And this whole scene is so slow and it's very erotic and it's like 80s erotic music. Just let her go. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> oh Honestly, God. I've never seen someone rock a potato sack. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which is what oh. Chris Sarandon is wearing. Yeah. And he comes up behind her. And there's a gif of this, too, where he, like, takes her hands and he, like, crosses them over her. Oh, and yeah. then they start, like, booty grinding. That's one of my moves. Oh, she, like, she, oh, like, she turns back into it. Into it. Yeah. And then he, like, pulls her uh, skirt up and, like, starts... She's getting finger blasted <laughs> on the dance floor, guys. It's, oh, there is there is some legit awesome mirror work is, in yeah. this. Yeah. So they're dancing for a long time. Oh, and yeah. this is the scene that takes a long time that I don't mind so much. Yeah. And we were all just watching it and I was like, oh, it's my favorite movie. I love it. Um, because it it's really like she's <laughs> discovering what sensuality is. Oh, yeah. In this she's scene. discovering what and, true sexual desire feels uh-huh. like. And guess what? It's not a 17-year-old in a sports coat. No, no. sweating. <laughs> it's not making out with someone. Someone on pillows on the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's kind of getting into it too. Oh yeah. Oh, there's one part like her hair starts to get a little bit more curly. No, he and takes tall. the butterfly. He takes the clips he takes the out of clip her hair and he says, "You're not a little girl anymore." And he throws them off and like smacks a dancer. Oh in the wait, face this actually does get kind of creepy. Yeah. Oh, 
yeah, because yeah. she's probably 17. Yeah. Um, she's oh, only 17. So what state does this take place in? I guess that's a fair question. Yeah. It doesn't say. But there's one point where he's about to bend down and bite her, and then she's like, uh-uh, no, no. And that's when she's like asserting herself in the relationship, and she's into it now. Oh, oh my God. And then she's dancing, no, and they're spinning going. around in the mirror, and you can see that it's just her dancing, and they keep walking through mirrors. And then she's like, oh, he is a vampire, but I'm kind of into it. Oh, I like the bad boys. And this is- and this is hilarious to me because this scene takes as long as it takes for Jen to explain it. And this whole time, Charlie is still on the phone with Peter Vincent. What's the rotary dial? And he keeps messing up. I have no idea what he's talking to Peter Vincent about because it's going on. I forgot anybody else in this movie. Exactly. I'm a little glamored in this scene. My mind, Chris Sarandon is moving my arms in a cross pattern across my chest. And I'm dancing back up on him. Yeah. I have no idea what that punk 17 year old Brewster's talking about to Vincent. Like Brent Amy, Peters. he is a distant memory. <laughs> Until he comes up and he says, "Get, get your, your damn, damn hands off her!" Off her. <laughs> yeah, and no, he says, kisses her. He goes, oh, "Get your yeah. damn hands oh, off yeah, her!" Yeah, yeah. And he and just he kisses her. And kisses her, and then we said, "Oh, that's a power move." And then Charlie tries to punch him, and he just nonchalantly grabs his hand, and that is the power. That move is the too. baller that is power baller move. Right it really there. is, and he starts to like crush his hand and so, he gets him down and that, that's when I wonder how Amy will ever be able to go back to Charlie <laughs> after yeah, I mean she can't the combination of Chris Random being so dreamy and that power and movie. wearing a potato sack yeah. the funny part about that is because when I see scenes like that I often like think about what it was like to film those scenes mm-hmm. so how many times did Amy get punched in the ear because Chris <laughs> missed grabbing his hand because he's not looking he's at not. Charlie he does it blind which is really impressive and makes the shot really cool, but Amy definitely got punched in the ear like four or five times. Mm-hmm. Unless there was a mirror. Sorry. So this is where the scene loses me because uh, the vamp Jerry, <laughs> Jerry the vampire, says, uh, <laughs> "Hey, I'm taking your girl, and uh, you can come get her tonight." And uh, yo, at you my can house. just call me Mister Stew, your girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mister Stew, your girl. Well, he says, "I don't want to kill you. I want you to bring Peter Vincent to my house." Yes, and then because uh, we're gonna get real weird tonight, <laughs> which sets up the plot for the rest of the movie. It but does. also the the bouncers come, and instead of just being like. Instead of Jerry just being like, sure, I'll leave the club, he just murders both of them. Yeah, well, yes. actually, then the bouncers come to get Charlie first they because do. Charlie throws the punch. But, but Charlie, but, of course, is like, okay, I'll leave. Yeah, <laughs> because he's a 17-year-old child in his 45-year-old father's jacket. Yeah, and he's presented with authority. And so then we've got panic at the disco because everybody is trying to run out and nice. the, the, the two minority bouncers are getting attacked by Jerry. So he murders the two bouncers and then that sort of ends the scene as they retreat to... Charlie goes to get Vincent Price or Bobo Vincent Price to go back to because in all of the chaos they've been separated right. and Chris Sarandon saves Amy from getting stampeded and puts her in the vampire van with the carpenter and evil's just like evil in out the window with it's a Jeep Wrangler face. so then the next thing we see is um, Charlie I've forgotten all about him because Chris Sarandon's so dreamy so we see <laughs> Charlie at Peter Vincent's house trying to convince him to help him and this is when Peter Vincent has his big scene and he says I'm really a afraid. Yeah. Um, I don't want to do this. I, he knows. And Charlie's like, yeah, but Amy's going to die. And well, At vampires. this point, he's like, how right. do you not understand that I am an actor? Yeah. This is not my real job. This isn't even my powdered hair. I'm 20 <laughs> years old. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but he does convince him to help. And one thing that I read in my research was that Roddy McDowell used the Cowardly Lion as kind of a template for Oh, I can sort of was, see this. Yeah, for but time. this is the, um, like, denial of the call. If you're, like, reading the yeah. 
like the hero's story journey. structure. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is like when he denies the call to help, yes. which is a very, very common thing in a hero's journey, quote unquote. It is. And it's great. It's played very well. He it he does. does an amazing job in this whole movie, but mm-hmm. especially in this scene. Mm-hmm. I love this movie because of great. him. Yeah. yeah. But eventually mm-hmm. he does go offer to help. He like looks at Charlie. Charlie's sweating in the corner. He's like, this kid's never going to do it. He looks yeah. at this point like he's on meth. Like he's sweating <laughs> yeah. so much. He looks like he is three days deep into a meth binge. Yeah. <laughs> he has a bottle of water. He's like, you need to, you need to hydrate, bro. Yeah. <laughs> if we're going to do this. So the next scene is when we have Amy on the rug with Chris Sarandon. So I'm going to let Jen explain it to you because it gets real sexual. It really does. Yes. Yeah, she wakes up and she's she's wearing this dress, like this new dress. It's super hot, man. That white dress with no bra. It is. Yeah. Oh. Um, and so he comes in and he's like. Oh my gosh, I don't know if I can actually describe this. So they're like kissing and kind of like, uh, you know. Yeah, tell, tell me more, Jim. Yeah, they're having me. some fun rug time. Oh. And there's whoa, one whoa, point whoa. It is, where uh, back you the see from, uh, from behind... Uh, you see from what do you see from behind view, you oh. see hit the back of his head and he's kind of bending over and then uh, she kind of jerks up a little bit and you think that he bit her it's not and then you turn around and you see he hasn't bitten her that was something else that he was doing that made her kind of jerk up a little bit Woo. it's the first time she's ever been touched by a man Jen <laughs> Jen makes this scene and it's a sexual scene sound more sexual yeah. oh my gosh yeah it's I just imagine a little eight year old me watching this scene like oh my gosh is is this what grownups are like? It is. Yeah. <laughs> but then he does eventually. She takes her top off and he does eventually bite her. On the shoulder. Yeah. I don't understand what's up with the shoulders. Why do they bite I shoulders? Feel like they it's were just tickly. trying to like. It's not tickly on the shoulder. Uh, maybe. I don't know. But yeah. anyway, so she is starting the turn process when yes. Vincent Price and. She's getting sex turned. <laughs> <laughs> she's becoming a woman while Vincent Price or Bobo Vincent Price and Charlie say, show up. We should say she is a high school student in this movie and that is not okay. And he's a 2000 years old. I know. <laughs> well, I don't think they actually have sex for the record. No, yeah, you're right. There's... She probably got finger blasted by him and then bit. But still there wrong. Was no... still, still not good. Now that that... Right. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. This is when Peter Vincent and Charlie show up. Charlie's outside about to go in and then we see Peter Vincent and he says, Peter Vincent, vampire killer reporting for duty. And oh, he's, he's got, got his, his cape, cape and all that crap on. Yes. He pulls out his gun that was a real prop in Orgy of the Damned. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Does he say that? Yeah. I feel like oh, most orgies that. are pretty damned. Pretty damned awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I got to give it to you. That was pretty funny. <laughs> but I also am obligated to roll my eyes when those kind of jokes yeah. come up. All right. So then he, he shows up and they're creeping up the steps and they make the creep on the steps and they're like, well, wh- what? we can't go in the front door. Let's sneak in the back. And then the door swings open. And he says, oh, it's too late. So then they walk in. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you act out the movie because you do a great job. So they're on the steps and Peter walks in and he's like, welcome to Fright Night. And he's saying it like Peter Vincent does. And then he goes and leans against the banister and he says, for real. He's so dreamy. He is so dreamy. I love oh it. my gosh. I know. Everything he does in this movie, just like eat it up, man. Peter Vincent's got his cross and he says, it doesn't work if you don't believe, which is where I first learned that that is true. And I was confirmed when I read Salem's Lot because that is true. But then he crushes, he crushes that with his hand. Because Peter Vincent Vincent doesn't believe, but then Charlie does believe, and so he backs up, but then we've got um, Carpenter on the back. Yeah, Richard Carpenter comes up, he's all like, Oh my and he's God. they're they're telling him you back up or I'm going to shoot you and they shoot him in the forehead and he falls down. The yeah, step. you think he's dead because he yeah. at, up to this point every scene we've seen him and he has been he's human. Been Before they human. shoot him, they do a little foreshadowing here because Charlie's like, well, what if he's a vampire? And Peter Vincent's like, 
Well, we've seen it in the day, Charlie. Duh. Yeah. yeah. Stop being so stupid, yeah. Charlie. This is why Amy went with the man. Exactly. Yeah. This is when Peter Vincent decides he likes Chris Sarandon yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, and then Tra- Chris this is Sarandon. It's just like one big nightmare that Charlie has one night. It's like a night terror. That's yeah. why he's sweating the whole time. About His neighbor moves the in. The emasculation of Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> it, the hero's journey is that he gets up the nerve to have sex with his girlfriend. <laughs> He definitely denied that call in the first scene. Okay, so then Chris Sarandon runs away, and we see um, Carpenter sitting up, and he's terminatoring up the steps, and they keep shooting him, and it's not stopping him at all. And this gun puts out more smoke than, like, a smoke machine does. It's because insane. Because it was an orgy of the damned. Okay. That's how it works. They end up stabbing him through the heart with a stake. With the, the, fence the part of the fence, fence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he starts green melting all over the place. Yeah, I don't think I understood that, but it was a cool effect. It was really cool. And it dissolves his entire body and his skull like scoots across <laughs> Wait, the floor. We, every vampire in this movie dies differently. Okay, so I have a fun fact about this. When they were filming this scene, he still had all that green goo on him and it, he just they didn't have time to clean it off before he had to go. And he had to stop and get gas at one point. He came out getting gas with all this green goo stuff on it. <laughs> he looked like he went on an episode of Double Dare. I know yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets boned, and then they go up and find Amy, right? Oh no, no. Um, Carpenter, I think, has pushed Charlie off the steps, and then Peter Vincent runs out of the house to get that's help. Right. And then Chris Sarandon picks Charlie up and goes and dumps him on the rug with Amy, and, and then locks around. him in the room. Oh yeah. yeah. The, Jerry it. just comes down and beats up Charlie and then Peter Vincent just runs away. Yeah. Because he hasn't accepted, he hasn't become the hero yet. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And so then, then Charlie turns over Amy and sees that she's a vampire and he goes, no! That was so funny. I know. I oh my God. Uh, yeah, because but, it's a little ridiculous, but everybody in this movie just commits to it. Oh you yeah. Know? There, it they is. Sell there, it there. Everyone knows what they're supposed to do when they execute it perfectly, then, I think. Yeah. And they know what kind of movie they're in. Exactly. Yep. So yeah. Peter Vincent runs next door to Charlie's house to get Charlie's mom to help or maybe call the cops mm-hmm. or whatever and he actually goes to the phone and picks up the phone and it's like operate up because he's from 1945 he realizes that the phone has been disconnected or cut or whatever well, phone he's, he's, he goes up the wire he's like oh no oh no and Comically then he goes realizes. up to Raggedy Ann's room <laughs> <laughs> and then you do bed, like redheads <laughs> I do oh really God. like redheads you're right so he shakes Raggedy Ann who this, it's he not shakes even a con- Raggedy rolls her yeah it's <laughs> It's not even a convincing wig. It looks like a raggedy ant. or like a mop. It looks like a mop. It does look anyway, like a mop. Anyway, but it's like evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's evil vampire. And he's like, ooh, I cut the phone line. And then yeah. they have this fight between them. Mm-hmm. And then Peter Vincent runs out of that room and falls down on the, sort of the... On the awning. On the awning there's right a, before the, the, like yeah. the chandelier and living room. too. Like yeah. a little hall table. And that's where he gets the table leg that will eventually become the stake. Yes. And we realize at this point, the reason evil didn't turn into a bat when he jumped out the window is because his animal Petronas. is a wolf. His his animorph. Yeah. yeah, his animorph is a wolf. So he runs out as a wolf and starts running at him. But only in slow motion. Well, yeah. Unfortunately for him. For Unfortunately for him because it seems that Peter Vincent can go regular speed. and just <laughs> yeah. stabs him as he falls <laughs> over him and goes into the chandelier and then falls down. Yeah. And this effect was really good was. of him sort and of sad. stabbed. It was sad because it was a wolf. But it was he was stabbed and then transforming back into a human. It was done pretty well. And it was a long time and you could it feel was like... A very long scene. Because they keep going to the next stage of his makeup, yeah. you know? But And every time, you see he's really hurting, he's in a lot of pain, and he's sad, and he's kind of pleading, don't kill me. And I think this is when Peter Vincent, like, really kind of comes into his own as a killer, and he's... <laughs> 
<laughs> as the boy cries dying on the floor, Peter Vincent goes, yeah, I love killing. And I remember the foot of this scene. Remember they show the foot transforming back into a human foot? Yeah. It's it done in one good. shot. It looks great mm-hmm. for it 1985. Does. And you see the monster with a human hand reaching out, too. Yes. Yeah. Now, I remember when I was little, I did not like this scene. This it was, was my pretty least. spooks. It was, well, I don't like this kind of body horror thing, which is like when we were watching the yeah. thing. This is not my thing. This time I'm watching it, it's it's an emotional scene, too. Yeah. So I really like it. And it makes me like Evil's character. This scene and, and the scene in the alley makes me like Evil's character Yeah, a Evil lot. cries. Why, like, there's tears running down his face the mm. whole time in this scene. Yeah, anyway, so he completely transformed back, and he's just sitting there naked, and this- Peter Vincent pulls out the stake from his heart and walks to the other house. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I yeah. killed a teenager. I can take out <laughs> Jerry. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's but like, he is sad about it, too. Like, you can tell it, yeah. that he's affected by He's it. like, you know what? Vampires are trouble. I'm going to go get rid of them. Yeah. I am a vampire hunter. <laughs> Killer. <laughs> So anyway, he goes to Dry Ice House now and walks in the front door ready to kill Jerry. He walks up the steps to where Amy and Charlie are Uh there and Charlie's awake and he starts, he's like knocking on the door. Yeah, Charlie's locked in that room. Yeah, yeah, Charlie walks over to the door that's locked and Peter Vincent is like, hey, make a lot of noise. Yeah. I'm going to try and break down the door. I think we're a little out of order, but yes. So they they end up breaking uh, it. Because the the carpenter's still alive when he does that. Right, because they're hearing that from the vent. Oh, shit. But that happens. I I think Ed dies first before the carpenter. Yeah. Well, so Evil this Ed. is when yeah. they go over and they're all on the steps right. and Chris Sarandon smashes through the big stained glass window at the top yeah, of the Yeah, because steps. he was outside like lurking around <sighs> as they were saving Amy. Well, not really saving Amy, but unlocking the room so they could bring her Here's out of the room. Here's a critique of this movie. He, he should right. just stay inside. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure why he goes house. outside. Right, like, Jerry, you don't have to peep outside the window. You can just come inside. <laughs> Maybe he's afraid of the cross. Maybe You're he just wanted to jump through the stained glass window, which I'm, honestly... I would do it. Sort of leads to his undoing. It does because we keep seeing the cloudy night behind him, and then we cut back, and it's all of a sudden dawn. Well, this is like the him. shots between uh, Peter Vincent and him as he mm. breaks the stained glass window. Peter Vincent has his cross there, and it's yeah. like that's not going to work on me. But it slowly starts to work on him because, because now Peter, Peter Vincent, Vincent now believes. starts to believe, mm-hmm. and he believes that, that the he can sun fly. can shoot lasers because the <laughs> sun laser <laughs> shoots yeah. him. It laser shoots him through down, the window. Yeah, I it's insane. He gets shot by a stray shot from a stormtrooper <laughs> up on Endor. Lasers do travel on forever. They do. <laughs> and it wasn't a galaxy a long time ago, far, far away. Uh, that does check out, guys. So he gets laser <laughs> shot. I need someone to take like one of those laser shots and just continue to cross the galaxy and then just zooming in and hitting him. Because then, then uh, Jerry turns into a fruit bat and flies around and tries he to does. attack him. But it's like a gross like skin flu. Flute bat, not skin flute. Skin, skin flute. flute. <laughs> That's a penis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then he turns, but he turns into like this gross, wrinkly skin bat. He is attacking Peter Vincent. Yeah, but he keeps getting shot by the sun lasers, and that's what keeps getting him away. <laughs> it does. Yeah, and eventually he just flies down to the basement, right? Oh yeah, exactly. and we missed the part like when uh, they were upstairs. They're like, "Oh, if we kill the main vampire, your girlfriend will be fine." Yeah. Yes. I feel like that's an important plot. Point. It, it is. is. Absolutely. Yeah. And so then we realize that we are halfway there. And the only way to live on the prayer is to Living go down the in the basement. Take oh. my hand, we'll fucking make it, I swear. All right, let's move on. 
So he goes, they all go down to the basement, and Amy is following them. Yeah, and she's just like, Amy is super hot at this point. She's transformed she into a woman. She, she is full on redhead, no bra. Extensions. It is real nice. This doesn't look like the same actress. It is the same actress. It is. It is not all of the same actress because Some aspects of her she have has been a enhanced. chest plate <laughs> on. And she yeah. said, I read somewhere that she would take that to conventions and let fans feel it. <laughs> like, not while she was wearing oh, okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I have to go to conventions. <laughs> right. This whole time, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. She's very seductive and trying oh, yeah. to seduce Charlie. And she's like, You want me now, Charlie? And then when he's not buying, he's like, You're a vampire. She turns away and she's like, You didn't want me, Charlie. So she's trying everything she can to try to get him. Um, and, and eventually, then- when he like says, No, 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 as Peter Vincent is trying to open the coffin that's been locked from the inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not really because exactly. he breaks the lock. It, well, yeah, you can break locks, Mikey. Yeah. Anyway, so while he while Charlie's like, no, 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 get away from me, she goes full on faceplate. Like vampire. Yeah, mouth. like this mouth was really weird. And but she starts like attacking him and pushing furniture around the basement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Vincent Price does break into the coffin and takes a stake and hammers it into the armpit of Chris <laughs> Sarandon. Yeah. He definitely had his chance and swung at a miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like in the and you would think where someone- he nails it into his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> and you would think someone who's been on a show about killing vampires for, I, I don't know, 80 years. Or anybody yeah. with basic knowledge of human anatomy. Yeah, yeah, would know where the heart is, but he does not. And so then Chris Sarandon just like ballers up out of the coffin, standing up the whole time and just pulls the steak out and tosses it away and says, fuck you, steak. When he's throwing his steak, I'm not exactly sure how this happens, but they break a window. And yeah, he the breaks carp- a window with the steak he throws. Right. And it's a window that, that we see the carpenter early in the movie painting it black. Yeah, you know, Richard was painting it black. Here's for sure. the window. The carpenter is a handyman. Man, but he's very wasted here. They should have bricked up these windows. Their life <laughs> depends on having blackout curtains just brick over the wall. So Chris Sarandon throws the stake and it hits the window and creates a small hole in and the window. And we see a sun laser. Out. Right. Sun laser yeah. comes through. And so Charlie starts breaking out all the windows while he's running away from Amy and all this lights coming in there and it sort of traps Sarandon in this like light. And he's attacking Peter Vincent. At one point they all just start breaking all the windows and just throwing shit all over the basement. Anyway, so they eventually get back by the coffins again. Yeah. And this is this is what I didn't like about how he died. Yeah. The coffin is right next to a curtain and the curtain is covering up just a huge fucking window. I know that hasn't that been painted open. over. And also where is the sun in the sky? Because that's it appears true. to be shooting through every window, and that's not how light works. Right. Yeah, if you've ever worked nights, though, that's how light works. <laughs> <laughs> I stand corrected. Well, so Charlie comes up and rips the blanket off of the light, and it just sun blasts him yeah. against the this wall. This is the one thing Charlie does to help anyone in the whole film. And it honestly, is. he clutched it. Yeah, no. he, he I think Peter would have turned around and just ripped I think, it off. Yeah, Peter could also just moved it slowly and been <laughs> yeah. fine. Right. Yeah, he sort of cherry picks it. It's like a guy who just stands by the goal and someone passes in the puck and he like, just <laughs> right. elbows it Look in. at me, I won the he's, game. Yeah. Like, I killed so the vampire. <laughs> gives him an assist. Exactly. Yeah. And so then he's burning and melting at the same time and he's dying. Oh, and then Amy turns back into herself and yes. she's like, where did my extensions go? I should get extensions. Where did my tits go? <laughs> and everything's happy. Yeah, and then that's more or less the movie, right? No, mm-hmm. it cuts to the bedroom. They're, oh, they're making out the in bed and then Peter Finson is on the TV again. He gets his show back yeah. and he's decided to show other 
other movies besides vampire he movies. Has, yes. yeah. And he even calls out Charlie in a, a nice little show shout out. Well, and so if you yeah. look at it as him earlier when he gave that dig about the slashers, now mm-hmm. part of his hero journey is to accept change yeah. and to kind of embrace the horror genre as it evolves. As a whole. Um, and then, uh, and then they finally we, have sex. We assume that they do. And then we have seen a for sale sign in front of Jerry's house, but then we see red eyes in the distance and Charlie sees it. And then Amy wonders, oh, shit, is this whole thing going to happen again? And he goes, no. And then they jump back into bed and they start rolling around. And, and then you hear evil. evil. Mm-hmm. Which and we see the red eyes glowing. Makes sense because if not, the body of a 17-year-old boy was in Charlie's house last week and no one said or did yeah, anything about right. it or anything like yeah. that. They don't address that at all. And that's okay with me. And mm-hmm. also, at this point, evil would be human again. Right. But that's the movie. And that's the movie. Exactly. Yeah. Roll credit. Do you want to know what the original scripted ending of this was? Yes. Originally, what was going to happen is when Peter Vincent is giving that uh, shout out to Charlie that he turns into a vampire. Wait, what? Wait, who turns into a vampire? Peter Vincent. I don't like that ending. Well, yeah, that's why they changed it, implying that he got turned into a vampire at some point. So let's talk box office, guys. So this movie cost anywhere between $7.5 million and $9 million to make. There's Both of those numbers showed up when I was doing my research, but it made roughly $25 million, which is pretty great. That's like almost $60 million nowadays. It was the highest grossing horror movie of the summer, and it was the highest grossing horror movie of the year, second highest behind Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Yeah, it did really well. And they didn't, the studio didn't expect it to do very well at all. Also, the studio didn't care about it while it was being made and just left them alone to make whatever kind of movie they wanted. And I think that's part of why it's such a great movie. Because sure. they know what kind of movie they're making and they went all in on yeah, it. Yeah, they definitely made that movie. Jan's Fun Jan's Facts! Fun Jan's Fun Facts. Facts. So they ended up having two, two extra weeks to rehearse this. And so what they did was they started reading through it on a stage. And this is when he had them write all of their backstories. So once they started filming, it didn't take very long to film because they'd already worked a they'd lot of the movie out. And stuff? Yeah. yeah, and they'd already worked out their characters and everything. I would pay money to read Charlie's backstory. Yeah, I would like to read everyone's backstory on this, especially Jerry's. I bet it's very sensual. Oh, His is very is good. Too. I mean, Charlie's is just like, I have no idea what he gets. Yeah. Like, it feels like he didn't do his homework and he's like, uh, I wear coats. If you want to know more about this kind of stuff, there's a documentary about the making of this movie called You're So Cool, Brewster. I'd watch that. I would too, yeah. Charlie Sheen auditioned for Charlie. Oh, oh yeah? That would have worked way better. And didn't get it? I don't know. I like William Ratzkill. That's amazing. No, Charlie Sheen would have been so much better. Mm, I don't know. He's kind of insufferable. It would have been better. We talked about Peter Vincent's name, but Peter Vincent and Tom Holland, who's the director, who also directed Chris Sarandon in Child's Play, Roddy McDowell and Tom Holland became like lifelong friends and ended up at a dinner party with Vincent Price there. What? It went, I know, at one point, and he, and Tom Holland introduced him to Vincent Price. He was like, yeah, you were great in Fright Night. I loved it. It was like really? a homage to my character. Yeah. That's cool. amazing. I know, it was a really cool that, story. That has to have been such like vindication for... Roddy Rock. McDowell. Yeah, that would have yeah. been amazing. Yeah, yeah. that would have been awesome. So there's a remake in, there was a couple of years ago. 2014, that, I think. Yeah, that I really liked. I don't like it as much. We'll do it at some point. Um, Colin Farrell is the vampire. But there's also a Bollywood remake of this. What? I know. <laughs> Can we watch that? Do an episode my, on that? My bonus sister episode? and my niece and nephew are super into Bollywood movies. Are they really? So when I go visit them, they'll we'll occasionally watch them. They're hilariously awesome. Okay, so we talked a little bit about the effects, but the contacts that they wore were like back when contacts were first being invented, and they were super painful because they had to be they so thick. They honestly look a little thick, thick like Chris Sarandon. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, so... <laughs> 
Jen just went to her happy place. I did. But there's one point where um, Chris Randon's only wearing one because they couldn't stand to wear them for very long. Evil wore his for like 40 minutes at one point and had scars on his eyeballs for like months. Jesus. And at one point, Amy had uh, contacts in and they hurt her so bad and they realized they hadn't like buffed the contacts. So the contacts were like a huge deal. Chris Sarandon also helped with his own makeup because he had to be in the chair for like eight hours to do it. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, so they did have a sequel and my Jim Ferratu, like my avatar, yes. aunt, it's from Fright Night 2 from the movie poster because it's a lady vampire. It's a really similar story and I've only seen it once, but they're in like a high rise building and it's a lady vampire and Charlie's in college. It's the sister of Jerry comes to kill the people who killed oh, yeah? him. I think yeah. you're right. Did awesome. you just look that up? I did. Yeah. Nice. Well yeah. Done. So that's what the sequel is. William Ragsdale, who's Charlie and Roddy McDowell were in it, but everybody else was busy because Amy was making Married with Children. And I cannot believe we haven't talked about it until now, but she was Marcy Darcy on yeah, Married she with was, Children. Yeah. Um, she was making Married with Children. Chris Sarandon and Tom Holland were making Child's Play. And Evil was making 976 Evil. Do you guys remember that movie? No. It's like this old horror movie. I've heard of it. I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, he was the star of that movie. Huh. He also ended up doing some hardcore gay porn. What? Yes. Oh, that trench coat really messed him up. Wow. <laughs> he never came okay. out of that alley. So anyways, <laughs> so the sequel did well. Okay. They were going to have a third sequel. Really? They had planned to have a meeting with the studio executives, Mr. Menendez. And before they oh, could they have got that murdered. meeting, it was the Menendez murders. And that's why they didn't have a sequel. And that's why the second remake went straight to DVD because, or wow. straight to video. Yeah, it was right when that happened. Wow. Okay. I know. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah, that's my fun fact. Oh, that's all your fun that's facts? Yeah, we fun Let's do fact. the scary scale. Our scary scale is a ranking of how scared we were when we watched this movie. It's not a quality of the movie ranking. It is how scared we were when we watched it today. Our one example is Ghostbusters. Our 10 example is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All right, Todd. I would say a one. I wasn't scared at all during this movie and I love I thought it was great. Ditto. Yeah, I'm really glad that you enjoyed it because mm -hmm. I knew it was going to be campy and you just never know. I love camp though. Yeah. It's, it's campy, well but uh, they're so bought in. It's, uh, oh, yeah. it's it makes like, it good. It's camp it's with love. It's executed very yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's yes. a love letter to heart. So one, one from yeah, Mikey. I give one, one, one. Okay. Now, eight-year-old Jen would have given this a <laughs> That's not how the scale works. I know scale it's not works. how yeah. it works. Why don't we bring in eight-year-olds to watch films with us and let them rate it? I'm out. That's Mikey's spinoff podcast. I'm going to give it a one, too. One's all around. Yeah. But I don't think it, the point of the movie is to be scary. And I, I think, think so. they nail what their objective was. They really do. Yeah. yeah. And it's really, it, it's, I love this movie. We watched Fright Night this week, Jen. What are you guys making me watch next week? I'm going to make you guys watch the sequel to Happy Death Day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Happy Death Day to yeah. you. Well, Todd and I are going on a Valentine's-esque date. Aww. Yeah, we're going to go see it together. Yeah, Corey and I already went to see it together on a Valentine's date. An and, actual Valentine's Day. Yeah, and Todd and Did I Did you see it on Valentine's Day? No, we saw it on the weekend Valentine's Day, which oh, okay. is what people with kids do when they have. That's yeah. fair, yeah. I love the original. I can't wait to see this one. All right, guys, so watch Depends on the Happy Death Day to you. Go see it in the theaters. It's out right now. Go see it. The episode will drop next Monday. You don't want to miss out on the hilarious episode. Hilariousness. That will ensue. <laughs> if you want more horror virgin in your life, guys, go to HorrorVirgin.com or find us on our socials at HorrorVirgin on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We actually just started a Facebook group. Yep. So look for our Facebook group. It's awesome. A lot of great core members 
members in there having a lot of fun every day. So check yeah. it out. Please and if you're somebody that hates Facebook, I hate Facebook too. And I have just joined and this is the only thing I'm a member Me of. Too, that and the cult podcast group too. Well, and so if you don't like Facebook, you can still join the group and just not do anything else. That's sort of what I do. So <laughs> join that. We, we've had like horror questions of the day. Yeah, it's yeah, been it's, really fun. And people sharing what their favorite movies are uh-huh. and favorite gory movies or favorite scary insecty movies. It's, it's been actually been pretty fun. Yeah, it been has been fun. getting into social fun. media with you guys has been like I've learned Twitter. I feel like I'm like learning Twitter. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to follow Mikey on Twitter, now that he knows how to tweet, it's <laughs> at mrandolph24 on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Jen is at Jen Ferratu on Twitter and Instagram. And I am at Todd J. Awesome on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So follow us there. Yep. Also, I mean, obviously at Horror Virgin on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And of course, that Facebook group. So everybody go to our website too. We mentioned it earlier, but we've got links to our merch store and we've got links to the blog too. Actually, merch is like 30% off right now. I'm it not really sure is. if it is when this episode drops, but right yeah. now it is. If you guys want to support us on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash Horror Virgin. We've got a lot of great perks there, a lot of great exclusive Patreon stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can and help pick what movies we watch. Yeah. Yeah. We, a lot of me watching trailers. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of that stuff is only available on Patreon. So make sure you guys check it out and sign up if you like. If you are not able to support us on Patreon right now, just leaving us a five star review and really just listening, downloading and telling as many people as you can about the show really helps us out, too. We're really grateful for that. So uh, we are starting a thing where we're going to read a lot of the five star reviews. Yeah, we did it last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did it last week. And this week, Carlos Mole. It's Carlos M.O.L. Oh, that's why it's all caps. Carlos. Small. He says five stars. Listening to the funny one and Todd discuss horror ha, movies. Boom! Vindication. Just, at least Thank you, Carlos. At least you guys are mentioned. <laughs> we <laughs> made Mikey read the review that doesn't even mention. <laughs> discuss horror movies is great. In all honesty, anyone is equally funny. Everyone. Everyone is. You learn about things you may not have known, comma, and you get a lot of laughs when you don't expect it listening to a horror podcast. <laughs> like every time you hear Mikey Reader. <laughs> I, I, I look forward to Mondays when I get a notification that a new episode was downloaded. Exclamation point. Thank you, Carlos. Thank you very much, M-O-L. Carlos, for both the lovely review and pointing out that Mikey can't read. <laughs> Thank you, Mikey, for reading that review for us. <laughs> if you would like to get Mikey to read your review in the weirdest way possible. Please leave us a five-star review. We will read your five-star review on the podcast. You can read them on your phone. Uh, Hey, we are a member of the Modern Horrors uh, Podcast Network. Check out all of their fantastic shows on that. And that's going to be it for us, guys. Yeah, guys, that's it for us, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Jen. I'm Mikey. And I'm your horror virgin Todd, guys. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Have a great week. Bye! (laughs) We're halfway there. Nerds. Did you leave that?